Hi, my name is Tim Boyce, but my friends call me P-Dub. I spend my life writing, producing, and performing music. Like the Mafia, there's no getting out. These are the stories, anecdotes, and advice I've picked up along the way. I share them here with you in the hopes that they will delight, entertain, and inspire you. This is my Dubcast. Enjoy. You. Yo, yo, it's your boy Dubby. It's currently 3.45 a.m. Eastern Time. I'm out on my walk that I do every morning. Get my thoughts together. It's a time of exercise, learning, reflection, because I usually listen to educational kind of podcasts, so I'm exercising the brain and the legs at the same time. But this morning and uh, yesterday I did a live thing where I did the walk live on the gram with you guys, at least the part where you can see me because it's usually pitch black the whole time or most of the time. But this morning I was like, you know, that was cool. I should do it again. But I figured I would do something a little bit different this time and just talk, talk to you like you're on the walk with me and talk about my thoughts. And my current thoughts are probably similar to the same shit you think about right now there's a lot to think about i'll tell you 2020 has no shortage of shit to keep you thinking um yeah it's a doozy man germs and racism basically is the order of the day uh you know and it bums me out but at the same time i was you know i just like kicking back for a minute and just thinking like how, where I fit into all this, and I'm sure that's the same thought a lot of people are having. Where do, where do I fit into all this? I mean, there's a range. You could be Bubba laying back in the woods and just hating fucking black people forever, and that ain't ever gonna change. Right on up to, um, you know, I don't understand all the terminology, liberals, whatever they call them. I've never really followed politics that close to. I don't even know what liberal means, but I know that like Bubba doesn't like them, so it's like. On, you know, on one extreme range, you got Bubba, and then on the um, the other extreme, you got this other guy, and then it's just like the uh, rainbow of people that fall in between, like us normal people. So it's like it can be really confusing. But what I was thinking about on this walk today, I'm not trying to get too heavy, but specifically what I thought I had in my mind because I've been thinking a lot of Martin Luther King Jr. lately. And um, this morning on the walk, I just, this thought popped into my brain where I'm just like, yo, MLK has been in my life for a long time in one form or another. And that's what my story is going to be about today. So let me explain. When I, last year, I was lucky enough to go visit the, um, the Mississippi Delta, in the deep south United States. And no gigs, just went as a tourist, had a great time, blues music and food and culture and stuff but one of the things we did was we went to the Lorraine Motel where Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated in April 1968 and I stood with my friends and brothers on that balcony and man if if you've ever stood on that balcony and you're a fucking human being with a pulse man that shit does something to you and as a side note one of the guys that with me also visited the uh, slave market museum in Charleston South Carolina the previous spring so you know, did this poor guy, he's used to getting drug all over the place by the crazy brown boy. So we were there and, um, you know, I was lucky to visit and it was really cool. And um, I lost my train here. So as I'm out here walking early this morning, I was thinking, man, remember fifth grade? 
And by fifth grade, I'm going to tell you the story of my fifth grade. It was horrible, man. My fifth grade was a fucking nightmare. As a matter of fact, my entire school career was. And uh, like, it's time for me to actually just admit that I've been shit on by racism my entire life. Because a lot of people, they have a perception. At least I think they may have a perception of a guy like me. Oh, look, it's Dub. And, you know, he's playing music and... Everybody's having a good time. People are making people happy. And man, this guy got no cares in the world. Well, the reality is, like any other person of color, like in the United States, I've been shit on my whole life by racism in one fucking form or another. I'm this dub here. I ain't gonna lie to you. So, as it goes, when I was in fifth grade, I came out of boarding school and went into public school for the first time in my life. And it sucked. I went to Shrewsbury Borough School in Shrewsbury, New Jersey, and it pretty much was what it sounds like. It was like a middle-class, suburban neighborhood, nice neighborhood, but like, there was no black people at that fucking school, and being one of the one, two, or three was horrendous, man. It, it sucked. I'm not gonna fucking lie to you. I don't know what happened. One, a teacher one time said something to me and I don't remember what the fuck it was but it was some weirdo shit and I remember this is in fifth grade I'm nine or ten I remember standing up from my desk walking out the classroom door now she's looking like this child is walking out of where's this kid going so I remember she's chasing me out the door and I'm now walking up the hallway to the uh, front door to school I'm leaving man and I remember her behind me say if something's harsh that you wouldn't say to kids, something to the extent of, if you go out that door, buddy, that's your ass or you're dead. I don't think she cursed, but something like kind of aggressive. So anyway, I give you a little background to just let you know that like they fucking hated me at that school and I hated being there and I was miserable. I had no light. So the one thing I've always been into is writing and reading. I love literature and I love to write, obviously. I write songs for a living. So back then it was no different. So I remember the school, I don't know what it was. It's probably in the spirit of inclusion or I guess they mean well when they do this shit, but the school threw an essay contest. Now this is fifth through eighth grades and I'm in fifth grade. And the essay theme was I can't remember exactly what the hell it was But it had something It was Martin Luther King themed And the gist of it being um, The meaning that Martin Luther King Jr. has brought to your life Now, in this school Martin Luther King brought no meaning to anyone's life Because we're 5th to 8th graders And it's like everybody's white and shit Nobody even knew about Dr. King Except me So, obviously I... Joined. I won something too. There was like a, there was some kind of motive, like a motivational, maybe a hundred dollars and a ice cream ticket or something. I don't even know what the fuck it was, but so I entered this uh, essay contest, and motherfucker, I won it. Now we got to do this weird thing like a month later. I think it was around the Christmas season or something. Maybe that would make sense because maybe it was around MLK Day or maybe they were maybe they were first starting MLK Day at this time. This is back in the days of eight. So 
we there was a big ceremony and all the families and it was like a big thing at the gym and they made me stand up and read this um, this essay. Now I was stoked that I won because I'm a competitive individual and I just fucking want victory at all costs. But I'll tell you, man, to be the only black person standing in a room, a fucking basketball uh, court room filled with white people reading about what Martin Luther um, King Jr. means to you, that's a tough fucking gig. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. And when you're 9 and 10, it don't feel good. I've always had stage fright. Now I'm standing there like talking about I have a dream and stuff. I won, but that didn't feel too good. But Dr. King was there for me, and we got that 100 bucks and that ice cream together. The next time Dr. King popped up in my life in a big way, it's real weird because it was a similar situation. I went to high school, did my four-year sentence, hated every day of it, um, and then it's like it's the end and everybody's going to be going to college. And I didn't know what the hell I was going to be doing because I had been a D student failing and fucking, you know, just, you know, I punted it, man. So I wasn't expecting all the other kids, his parents were like paying for them to go to college and shit. And it's like $120,000 to go to fucking college. And nobody was going to be, you know, I didn't have, I don't have parents pretty much, you know? So, um, I just figured I was just going to fucking do nothing, man. Well, thank God my guidance counselor who, who really looked out for me for the whole four years I was in high school. She went digging at the last minute and found a scholarship that was only available to minority New Jersey residents. But the kicker was you had to get the scholarship by winning an essay contest on, you guessed it, this one I do remember, you had to write on the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. And guess what I did? I wrote about Dr. King the way I'm talking about him, the way I'm speaking to you now. But I included the story I just told you about fifth grade. And guess what? I won the essay. I mean, I won the, I won the scholarship. It was a uh, full ride to Seton Hall University, which is a pretty darn good school to be going to for free. And I got a lot more stories about what I experienced there, but I don't want to drag this podcast on and chew your ear off. So there's more to come. But I just wanted to speak on how weird, the weird thought I had this morning, like, because like I said, Dr. King has been on my mind just due to all these current events and stuff that's happening. But the, the specific extra thought I had this morning was, man, he's been in your life in this one form or another for a while and actually has hooked you up. If it wasn't for Dr. King, I would have never went to college, man. That's like straight up, man. I went to college as a minority, as like an affirmative action almost gig. It's the equal opportunity program is what it's called. But you can't just, they don't just hand it to motherfuckers. You got to actually write or do some math. You have to like prove, um, fitness for it you feel me so that's my story and i hope everybody's feeling good and feeling better and feeling positive in this wild ass wacky time and rest assured i miss seeing your faces in person and live and out playing music but i'll be here talking to you once in a while telling stories i'm still playing online i'll see you out there please stay safe happy and healthy 
Peace out, your boy. You Dub family, I would love it if you would show some support by rating and sharing this Dubcast on iTunes. You can also support by using my Amazon affiliate link in the show notes. It's an easy way to show your support, and best of all, it doesn't affect the price at all. For more, you can always find me at dubonline.net on the web. Come by and drop me a message. I'll see you out there. You!